If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on News Talk 1290, News Talk 1290KOIL.com, and the News Talk 1290 mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. Happy New Year! You know, lots to be covering in 2017, an exciting year for us here on the show, because we've been predicting many times that 2017 was going to be one of the most interesting years in healthcare and in insurance and um, in our own political affairs as we saw Congress coming back to work for their new session with uh, many new members as a result of the election. And we'll have plenty of coverage on that here today. We're going to talk about some of the things that had already happened. It was already a busy week, and I think next week is set up to be even bigger as nomination hearings begin. And then the following week, uh, we're going to have a thing called an inauguration that's going to certainly shake things up a little bit as well. Next week, we'll be talking in depth about what a Trump administration looks like for health care. But this week, we want to take a look at what a congr- new Congress and what legislative changes might be coming as a result of this election and what that means for the future of health care. I know a lot of people are wanting to know all about it. And we uh, already had a repeal vote this week. And so we brought in Alan Hager to the program. Alan is a regular contributor, oftentimes guest co-host here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Alan also worked in the House of Representatives and has extensive knowledge in health information technology. And he'll be sharing also later in the show some of uh, his findings with regards to uh, ACA signups and then and the numbers. What do those look like? But uh, pleased to have Alan here. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back. Well, man, busy week, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, starting on Tuesday, it uh, was uh, 20, you know, 72 hours, 96 hours of chaos up in Washington. So really interesting week. What um what were some of the things that caught your attention? I think uh, one of the <coughs> early uh, things that uh, happened this week that caught my attention, Politico reporting that the GOP aired some Obamacare divisions when uh, Vice President-elect Mike Pence went up there. Seems like they're having a little bit uh, of a difficult time trying to, to come to terms on to how the process would work as far as their campaign promise to repeal Obamacare. Right, and I... I, I kind of predicted this would happen that here before Trump took office you would see you know 10 or 15 or 20 different ideas out there and they're going to have to work through the process and narrow it down and and you see uh, those divisions and I I even said to you last night that uh, you know there will be divisions and there will be different ideas come not only in the house but in the senate as well and so uh, it will definitely be interesting, especially this week, because it looks like, uh, for the most part, the House is going to be in session five days a week, uh, minus the week of the inauguration. Uh, you're going to be they're going to be in session five days a week. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, it definitely is going to uh, be a different style of house uh, this go around. Operations certainly will. Yes. One of the things that um, might have surprised some people, might have not surprised others, Rand Paul uh, taking to the Senate floor, uh, almost condemning his own party for uh, their budget that they, they put up. He uh, It was interesting because they want to repeal the ACA as part of their budget, but uh, there's so many taxes in the law, and I don't think people realize how many taxes there are in the ACA. It, it, it presents many difficult um, financial decisions that are going to have to be made, and it could put Republicans in a difficult position of having to vote to raise taxes in order to repeal the ACA, and I don't know if they want to do that. Right, and, you know, the interesting thing that Rand Paul even said was, you know, uh, not only should we repeal it, but we have to put a replacement in immediately so we can fix the problems. So as it unwinds, we have a replacement for what currently exists. He even said, went on to say, we should let you buy as a part of an association where you can join together with tens of thousands, if not millions of people to have leverage to lower your price and also to be protected against pre-existing conditions. Right. So he is a physician also. Yes. Uh, my dad. And, um, uh, so, so uh, you know, when we've got the slim margins that they do have in the U.S. Senate, they're going to be trying to use this process called budget, budget reconciliation, which will be uh, providing some a little education about that here in the next segment about how that all works and what uh, what options they might have uh, as far as, as doing this. But they're running into some other problems, and that is from the public because the public is starting to come out <coughs> Uh, almost in fa- uh, in favor of not repealing it or, or trying to uh, repl- uh, fix what is wrong with it. Almost 50% uh, are in that camp. Right, and I, I think some of it may be that, uh, you know, is based on political lines. The other part of it is I think people just don't understand all of the ramifications that uh, the Affordable Care Act have uh, created uh, in its uh, in its. Uh, time in existence and the different things that's been mandated through it or have changed. Uh, I can remember when we had $100 deductibles, you know, or $500 deductibles. Now your deductibles are, what, $5,000, $8,000, $10,000, $20,000, you know? And so uh, there needs to be cost containment on the uh, consumer side. And uh, those are things that uh, I think, we will see happen here in relative short order. I sure hope so. But it, part of it's going to have to just be the marketplace um, um, doing this. And one of the things that people are saying that uh, would happen if should a total repeal happen is quote unquote chaos in the insurance and in, in marketplace. Um, it probably is possible, but they are also failing to see the certain chaos that's existing right now. That That's exactly right. And I would agree that it, We've had chaos in the marketplace. You know, from year to year, we see uh, insurance companies withdrawing out of the exchange marketplace and and not coming back in. We do not see new entrants into the marketplace. Uh, And so uh, would chaos ensue? More than likely, yes. But what would that chaos look like given that there, you know, even President Trump has come out and said he doesn't want to, strip people of their insurance that they currently have. And if you have pre-existing conditions, you wouldn't necessarily want to take that, the, that insurance away from that person. 
Do you want my prediction or should we, now or should we wait till the end of the show? We're going to wait till the end of the show, but I'm going to give you my prediction on what I think is going to going to happen uh, with all with all of this, and and uh, we'll have to make sure that it's on record because see if it turns out to be right. But final headline that the caught caught mine was in Business Insider: Trump delivers warning to GOP on Obamacare repealing keep. Uh, repeal, and he said to quote, "Keep the heat on Democratic clowns," uh, <laughs> which is <laughs> kind of funny in, in right. its own respect. Yeah, but uh, he is certainly uh, wanting to make sure that that his party does not um, get caught in uh, in blaming in in the blame for for whatever happens. And uh, I wish both sides would actually just be adults in the room and come together and try and find something uh something common but i just think that we're probably just a little bit too far beyond that politically and that's unfortunate right and i would agree with the uh thought there that that we're too far politically um because you know honestly there's another way that the republicans or even the trump administration could rewrite obamacare not necessarily with gop or democratic approval right and we're going to touch on that yeah when we come back we're going to take a look at um, some of the, I guess we're going to get a little wonky, but uh, it's important for you to understand uh, some of the changes that might immediately happen and what that could have, uh, what type of impact that could have on on, on the industry and uh, what it means for, for hospitals, what it means for physician providers and, uh, and other things. So. Right. So we will uh, be right back after this. By the way, uh, some of the headlines that caught our attention this week are on the Edie Bellis Twitter page. They are the organization that produces and sponsors this program for you, a public service, helping you understand um, what all these changes mean for you and how you can uh, keep yourself informed. So check out at America's Canary on Twitter for some of the headlines this week. And we will be right back with more on what the uh, Beltway is working on right now as it relates to healthcare. <laughs> 